Hey guys, and welcome to a special edition of A Charge to Keep, the official podcast of Real Hondo Prep Athletics. We'll say today, as uh, we usually talk RHP football on this podcast, but it's a rather special occasion for uh, Real Hondo, specifically the girls' basketball team. The young ladies uh, did achieve the uh, the postseason this year after a second place finish in the prep league in eighteen and five overall record and they will be competing starting this week in the cif southern section division four double a playoffs so uh quite an achievement for the for the young ladies i've seen all kinds of press clippings and videos and stats and it really sounds like they got themselves quite a basketball team and you guys are well aware that this podcast i I uh, have dedicated my time and, and effort into Real Hondo football specifically, but I did say that, uh, you know, if some teams make a playoff run or, or there's some big events that we will uh, occasionally dive into uh, those teams as well. So I haven't had an opportunity to get to any of the games this year, but I've been watching closely and uh, the the real girls team uh, basketball team has, has had a phenomenal season and they are led by uh, a, a few stars. Really? I shouldn't say led because the team at least on paper, it seems like is very well balanced, very well balanced. Indeed. They're a team that, uh, you know, a few names obviously make, make the press clippings here and there, but, uh, man, the ball seems to be spread around, uh, quite a bit and pull up some stats here that, uh, I, I know of, but, uh, this team, it sounds like they're a lot of fun to watch and, and shame on me for not being able to get out to uh, a game or two this year. Um, you know, I, I took some time off after the holidays and everything, but uh, as far as the Rio, uh, the Rio athletic programs go, you know, it, it's tough to stay on top of it all, but we try to uh, do our best here. Our last podcast was back in December after Ryan McCulloch officially signed with the Cal Bears. So that was a fun podcast, kind of wrapping up the football season, if you will. And I knew that down the road, we probably would have a, a, a podcast here set aside for the young ladies at Real Hondo Prep. They did have a great volleyball season, uh, got to the postseason, had to play out at Riverside Poly, pretty big school out there and lost that game in, in a few sets. But um, you, you know, the girls athletic program has really evolved and, and, and achieved some great success in recent years. And I, I think that's a tribute to the character of the young ladies, the work ethic they put in. Uh, I don't know any of them really, but from what I've seen, from what I hear from their coaches, it sounds like they put in a lot of work. They, they really enjoy playing with each other and uh, they're just great teammates. So uh, a, a few things to note here. Uh, Reagan Johnson leads away for the cares, 11 points per game. Uh, Emma Carson right behind her at 10.3 a game. L Curtis, 9.5 uh, points a game. So the team is uh, is pretty well balanced. I mean, if you got three people there with with uh, ten almost ten points a game or whatever, uh, that's pretty good balance indeed. And then uh, someone who stood out to me in articles and such is Sophia Ter Terampi. I hope I'm saying that right. I think I'm nicknaming her uh, Sophia Trey Ampy because I did see recently. I think it was against Chadwick hit six three-pointers in a game? I don't know that I hit six three-pointers in my entire high school career. Well, there was one JV game against Pasadena Poly where uh, I, I couldn't miss for some reason. I don't know what happened, but we're not here to talk about me uh, and, and my uh, my lack of basketball success. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tara Riley, uh, rebounder, Emma Carson, who I mentioned, a big rebounder on this team, 
and uh, Sidney Diaz, uh, Ivani Ortega seem to be some of the defensive players on this on this team. Uh, Tara Riley pops in on the uh, the defensive side of the ball as far as steals per game and such. So I don't know a ton about these ladies. Again, I've seen a few of them back in the day. I used to officiate. I think some of their games, those junior high games, uh, they were playing. It's it's hard to believe they are uh, they're they're grown up and uh, you know big varsity players now, but. We are going to talk real basketball today on the girls' side of things, and we are going to be joined briefly here by Tiffany Horton, who is an assistant coach on the team and also has recently taken over the girls' athletic program following in the footsteps of her mother, Mrs. Christina Horton. So uh, Christy Horton, excuse me, I I lose track sometimes. Christina Horton is Mrs. Horton, the uh, English teacher. Christy Horton is uh, the great leader uh, in the girls' athletic program. So um, Tiffany Horton has taken over. We'll, we'll talk to her a little bit about that. And this is kind of fun, bringing back the the charge to keep podcasts here in, uh, what is this, February now, uh, after you know a few months off. I keep getting so excited about the next football season and the content we're going to put out in the summer. But I'm hoping here that maybe for the next few weeks, we're going to have some girls' basketball games to talk about. And uh, this CIF pairings did come out today, just about an hour ago, and it was uh, discovered that Rio would be hosting Whittier Christian uh, from not too far away, up right up the road there in uh, La Habra, Whittier area. They are coming to the Stiver Center in uh, there at 515 Farna Avenue, and they will be taking on our young ladies in the first round of the CIF Southern section playoffs real with an 18 and five record Whittier Christian with a nine and 19 record. So they must've had some good success in their league play to get in the postseason. But uh, you know, as it is with any sport, when the playoffs come around, you throw the records out the window. Everyone's trying to just survive in advance and, and anything could happen. You could run into, uh, you know, a, an injury, a, a, a bad referee call or crew or whatever. You could run into a hostile environment. There's all kinds of things that you can run into in the postseason that, that could change uh, the outcome of things. So you, you got to be ready to compete and not take any opponent for granted. And I know that these uh, cares led by head coach, Joe Parker definitely uh, will not take uh, any opponent uh, for for granted at all whatsoever. So uh, it was Joe Parker who led the Cares in softball last year into the postseason uh, with a great team there. And then uh, I'm not positive who coaches the volleyball team. Pardon me for that. But the volleyball team did uh, did advance to the postseason uh, this fall. And now the girls basketball team with on paper looks like one of the best basketball teams uh, we have had. And girls basketball, I would say, has kind of been the sport, the most consistent sport on the girls side of things. At least it seems to me, uh, you know, we got to witness teams in, in 06 go to the finals uh, a few years later. I think they were in it again. Uh, they did win a championship. Not too long ago, I believe, as one of the banners hangs there in the Stiver Center. But girls basketball has a rich tradition tradition at Rio Hondo with a couple titles there in the uh, the early 90s, 90 and 94, I believe, um, with some state tournament runs as well. So I thought, uh, hey, it's February. We, we're a long way from football season. Let's pay tribute as best we can to the young ladies at Rio Hondo Prep who, among other things, you know, have started up a, another semester or, or a trimester, whatever they are at Rio. Uh, recently, I saw an inaugural um, with, uh, with with the school there, the Academy Awards. So there's a lot going on at Rio Hondo at, right after the, the Christmas break and New Year's and everything. And then all of a sudden, basketball, league play, the postseason. Uh, I did see some clips about the ladies 
beaten Pauly, which is great in any sport. Um, again, a nine and three finish in league, only losing to Flint Ridge Prep twice, who finished undefeated and has just been a juggernaut there on the girl side of things in uh, basketball. And then I think they may have split with either Chadwick or Pauly, respectfully. But today is about the future. What is upcoming? Let's talk to Tiffany Horton, the assistant coach for the Cares. And uh, maybe after the game on Thursday, We'll get some uh, get some quotes from uh, Coach Parker or maybe a player or two. But for today, we're going to talk to Coach Horton and uh, learn a little bit about this team, what's to expect from them, maybe some big moments from the season, and just uh, hear a little bit about the girls' program. Since we put so much time and effort into the football side of things, it's a challenge to the other, pro- other programs on campus to uh, step forward and try to make a playoff run and get some, get some publicity, right? Hey, I said, you know, selfishly, Hey, if if any team on campus is making a playoff run, uh, we'll give them some, uh, we'll give them some spotlight. We'll give them some time. So uh, I, 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 my time is limited, of course, and, and so much of it goes into the football season, but it's basketball playoff time here for the young ladies at Real Hondo Prep. So let's dive into this upcoming game, which will be on Thursday. I haven't said that yet. Thursday, February 9th, 7 o'clock, unless there's a time change. Uh, Rio Hondo will host the Whittier Christian uh, Heralds, I believe they are. And uh, the second round would be a quick turnaround Saturday night, the 11th. So that's what Rio's looking at. It's almost like that March Madness type of deal where you go in on a Thursday, you play your second round game on a Saturday, or you play Friday and Sunday. It's like survive the weekend, get to the next weekend. I know that's what Real Hondo wants to do here uh, on Thursday night, one game at a time, but you do kind of look ahead. You know, we're, we're human. That's what we do. And uh, Rio would play on Saturday if they happen to win this game. I'm not sure about the coverage, uh, w- what will be available as far as video and things of that nature, the NFHS network. I don't know if Rio's been doing that in basketball, but I will try to get as much information I can in the next couple of days and definitely post it on our social media accounts, respectively on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter so that everyone who is, uh, you know, maybe hasn't tuned in a ton to real basketball the past few months they can definitely watch uh this game or at least hear from uh what happened the sights and the sounds if you will and we'll definitely be recapping this next weekend i'll th- try to throw something out on sunday recapping the game thursday hopefully there's a couple games to recap and uh we'll, we'll maybe bring back coach horton and and uh, talk to somebody else if uh the, if the girls will be continuing their season so that's some housekeeping just kind of a brief schedule really as to uh, the podcast but i'm looking forward to bringing on uh tiffany horton and to hear about the girls program specifically this team and their great success already on the 2022-2023 basketball season let's talk some playoff hoops with assistant coach tiffany horton All right, I'm now joined by assistant coach Tiffany Horton, who is now, uh, you know, primarily in charge of the girls program as well, following in the footsteps of her mom, Christy Horton. Tiffany, welcome to the show. What's going on? You ready for some playoff basketball? Thanks so much for having me. And yes, I'm very excited for this week's playoff game. And I know the girls are really excited, too. You know what's uh, what's cool? If when you look back at uh, basketball at Rio, like girls basketball, there's been some great teams. A few a few banners uh, have hung in the gym as well, and there's been some runner-up teams. I mean, girls basketball for the past, I don't know, however long it's been, has really been uh, quite successful at Rio, it seems. Yeah, I would give a lot of, a lot of that um, credit to Mr. Parker. He really has pushed the girls program in a lot of ways. Um, 
we've had the girls work on their shooting and just become really great shooters and just put a ton of work um, outside of basketball season. And yeah, it's crazy because we've had a lot of girls teams just go far. Um, we've placed a lot of times in league and it's hard because we're playing really good opponents and a lot of girls we play have gone on to play, you know, in D1 schools and yet we're able to stick with them. And so it's a really fun program to be a part of for sure. Well, well, the, the 210 Prep Sports uh, articles have been, uh, you know, very generous to you guys. And something that, that they, I think, mentioned was you're finishing the Prep League this year. I believe it was second place, 9-3 uh, and three finish. Uh, Flint Ridge went yeah. undefeated. They're, they're quite a, drug, a juggernaut. So as far as Prep League play in basketball, you guys have really shined uh, this year and I'm, I'm sure in previous years as well. Yeah, so this year we play second, which I mean, I went back as far as Max Preps would let me go, and no other team has finished in second. So, I mean, that's just a huge accomplishment for this group of girls. And yeah, we lost to Flourish twice, but I mean, they're a phenomenal team. Um, and then our only other loss was to Providence, who we lost to at home the first time we played them, but then we beat them away. And so we beat Polly um, and all these other big programs. I mean, especially Providence, I think, was a huge win for us. So been a great season this year yeah for sure you know tiffany i looked at some of the stats on the team and and there's you got some scores it, it doesn't seem like it's a uh you know a one-player team or anything it's very balanced you know uh sophia Tarant tarampi is that how you say your name yeah tarampi mm-hmm she she yeah. can sure shoot it, man, from from pretty far away. Uh, I saw she hit six three pointers in a game. Uh, I don't think I hit six three pointers my entire high school career. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, she, man, she has a great shot. But against Polly, it was a huge game for us. And she hit six three-pointers. And then more than that, she was driving into the paint as well. So that was, I think it's one of the best games I've ever seen her play. And we also had Reagan, who another game hit six three-pointers. And so we've just had different girls each game get hot. And it, it's crazy because usually you have one main score. But I had somebody ask me the other day, they're like, who's your main score? And I actually didn't know who on our team had the most points. I had to go look because it's like, we have so many girls who can score and it's really close. Like we have one girl, Reagan scores um, about 11 per game. And then Emma's right behind her 10.3. So we have a lot of girls on the court who can shoot, which is awesome. Yeah. It's definitely a tribute to uh, the hard work and the, the, the practice outside of practice. I'm sure. Uh, talk to me about those seniors, if you will. Uh, Sophia, we mentioned, uh, Reagan Johnson, we mentioned, uh, El Curtis, another senior on this team. Uh, those are kind of the big three as far as seniors go. You got juniors as well, but talk to me about just the, the senior leadership, if you would, of this team. Yeah, the seniors this year have been really phenomenal. Um, we just, first off, um, they work harder than anybody else on the team. Like you could go out on the weekends and I mean, multiple times I've just seen them shooting. Um, and especially Reagan and Sophia, I think that's where their three point shot comes from. They just put in so much work. And I think it's nice to have that at practice uh, because when the other girls come in, they know it's like, oh, like if I want to play this type of ball, like I have to go out and put in the work. Um, and then Elle is just, man, she's great. Like she's another different type of leadership where she's the one who's like, she's planning our snack list. She is like getting everyone together. And I mean, Elle works hard too. Like she, her shot is also fabulous. I think she has our highest shooting percentage with 50%. Um, she makes almost every shot she takes, but yeah, she also takes leadership on our team. And those three are just, they've been such a core group. But I should mention, um, 
our last game against Chadwick, Sophia, she did injure her shoulder. So she's mm. unfortunately going to be out for playoffs, right, when she's getting hot. So that was kind oh, of man. a – that's a huge bummer going into this week. But What what, what exactly yeah. happened? Is she out for the entire – the duration of the playoffs? Sound like a hard play or something? Yeah, so what happened was we were playing Chadwick. First off, as far as girls' ref goes, you know, you never get great refs. It's all <laughs> yeah. part of the game. You know, that's how it goes. Yeah. So typical refs out at Chadwick, and it was starting to get a little bit tough out there. And there was one play, she went down for a ball to get it. And this girl kind of jumped on her and her shoulder slammed into the ground. Um, we thought it might be a sprain, but the next day when she went in, they said she tore one of her muscles. Uh, and I was like, Sophia, you could still play with that, right? And she's like, no, well, if I play on it, I might have to get surgery. So like, I'm out for, I think she said four to six weeks. So oh. yeah, it's not something we can tape up, which is, which is brutal, but. That that is a total bummer. Yeah, I got I got stepped on a chat. I mean, I remember I know what you're talking about there, uh, <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, yes. I got, my face stepped on back in the day when I was uh, picking fights and stuff. But Chadwick, yeah, weird gym, weird yeah. place. It's uh, ba- it's brutal. <laughs> Bad things happen yeah. in, the, in the dolphin in the dolphin tank. Um, well, as far as the rest of your roster, I, yes. I you know I, again I don't know these girls or anything, but you know I do see you have a Carson, you have a Johnson, so a few you know care yep. care leader leader. Uh, leader uh you know families there but you also have a few names that i want to clarify here uh that stick out because they seem like i know a lot of the football players of course but these are some names that pop out and i'm kind of like okay is there some relation here we got an avery pollock uh a sydney diaz is there relation there to yannick Mm -hmm. diaz and the okay yes and then also l curtis no relation to yannick diaz no Um, yannick diaz okay so no Yannick Diaz, um, but her dad, uh, I think, did play at Rio, and he's a, he was um, around. I think David Dave Diaz. Dave Diaz. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No no and relation so, there, but um, to Dave. Yeah, yeah L. Curtis, re- related to the Curtises. Yeah. Um, and then got, Ebony Ortega, um, is she, Ebony Ortega, is she a, yeah? Gio, Gio's sister, uh-huh. And then we have Madeline Van Cleve, Jack's sister, um, yep. L, yeah, Emma. So we have a lot of names together. Um, they have siblings who've played Mm -hmm. big crossover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's one big family affair at Rio, you know, no matter the sport. And so, yeah, I saw some names there that popped out and I was like, okay, I bet there's relation or some tie-ins there. So very cool for those who, you know, follow the football program. There's some family members, uh, doing really good things, uh, as well. Um, you mentioned him already, Tiffany, but Joe Parker, who's been the head coach of the basketball team and also the softball team for quite some time and has kind of elevated, the those those programs talk to me if you would about his coaching approach and is it is it different with like a, a male coaching young ladies is there a different approach i mean are you kind of the uh, there to kind of help with that uh, transition i don't know exactly what i'm asking but coach joe parker coaching <laughs> the young the young ladies seems to yeah, have uh, yeah. quite a bit of success yeah it's it's funny it really is different when you have a guy's coach versus a girl's coach there's just something about it and obviously I think his coaching style has changed since when I played for him I mean I mean back then I remember he used to just like yell at us and we were like totally fine you know and like I'd say like he has softened over the years for sure um but it's something about when there's a guy yelling at you to do something you're just like as a girl like man like I have to do this Like, I've got to do it. And so, like, when he's telling him to do it, it's like there's more of an urgency. When, like, say he's not in the gym, he goes out to get something. I'm like, okay, girls, like, let's do this. It's like, 
you know, it's not as um, intense. So I would say <laughs> he definitely brings like an intensity to the sports he coaches. Um, and I mean, I love watching him coach during the games because he gets really into the game and he's very passionate about it. Um, yeah. And I think it just encourages the girls to push themselves more uh, by having um, Mr. Parker coach them. So is your primary duty then uh, during the game to, to, you know, grab, grab coach Parker's shirt, pull him back sometimes when he's maybe getting a little, a little fiery. It's funny. Cause sometimes I think I get fired up with him. I'm not good at pulling him back. Cause I'm like also standing up. I've got to like get better at that. I feel like what I do is I'm more of like, you know, Mr. Parker is yelling at him, but I'm with the girls. I'm like, you know, more of like the cheerleader, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I'm just like, Hey, like you're doing great. Like keep working out there, you know, and just trying to like help them with their mental game. I would say more when they're, um, they're out or on the bench, um, more relating to that. And then Mr. Parker's more giving them technical things out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> but I, I got to work know. on holding myself back. <laughs> they, hey, we, we all do at times, I'm sure. But I know you come from a family that very competitive. We've all heard uh, Mr. Chris Horton uh, talk about competitiveness. And, and uh, of course, uh, Miss Christy Horton, same thing. I mean, uh, growing up in that competitive Horton household, I mean, you still, uh, does that have spilled out into your, your coaching life these days? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like it's hard because I can't even let myself do anything with the girls because I'm too competitive. I just want to win. You know, like if we're at practice, I'm like, I can't engage with you guys. Like it's just going to get out of control. But I mean, it's fun because I let I get to have that come out in coaching now and just share that, you know, that love for like winning and just working hard, you know, and I love that because I can still almost it's not like I'm playing anymore, but I still get to be a part of that competition. Um, and yeah, as Hortons, don't worry, um, we still get our competitions every in every once in a while too. You know, we haven't <laughs> let go of that yet. I, so. I've heard there have been some quite <laughs> intense family monopoly games and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, the, the Horton family, definitely a uh, very competitive, uh, talk about your mom who yes. so many of the, the, uh, women who've gone through the girls program, uh, knew her as kind of, uh, the one in charge, of course, Mrs. Johnson as well, but you've kind of followed in her footsteps. Talk to me about that transition, how much more your mom is involved and kind of following in her footsteps, taking over the, the girls program. Yeah, at first, um, it was really difficult. I mean, I was moving up from middle school and I mean, I loved coaching middle school sports. I did it for a while, um, but high school is its own type of beast. You know, there's so many different layers to it and different things going on. And what my mom does so well is she's such a good planner. She gets these events like going for the girls. She has like the season mapped out. She kind of has an idea of where she wants to go. Um, I'm not as much of a planner by nature. So that's something I'm definitely working on coming into high school, just trying to get um, programs going that have um, long-term benefits, I guess you could say. Uh, but my mom definitely is still around helping plan the trips. Um, she still does all the events. She still helps drive the bus. Um, she still comes on the bench when I need like advice or things about the game. Like, Hey, like, what do you think we should do? How do you think it's going out there? And she definitely still brings her competitiveness and hype. You know, she has her opinions. Um, so she's still definitely giving to the high school girls program, but she's just not in um, as much day to day at the practices and things like that. And that's what I love. I love to just be on the ground, you know, like working, like helping them out and, the management part I'm working on. I'm I'm getting better at that as time goes. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's a trial by fire and just learning as you go. But it sounds like you got someone who, uh, you know, you can go to for for that advice and 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 to, uh, definitely 
lead lead the way. I know so many uh, ladies out there that were so um, inspired by by Mrs. Mrs. Horton over the years, as well as the other great leaders um, in the in the girls program. Do you feel like a sense of I don't know. It's a it's a heavy responsibility. I'm not going to call it a burden, but a responsibility to kind of carry on that uh, that tradition in the girls' program. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, I it's a burden in some ways, but it's a great one. Like I love it. It's something where it's like um, just being with those girls every day and just you know checking in to see how they are. Um, that's what's most important, and that's why I love Rio because it's like yes, like sports are so important, but it's just like who these people are becoming and just like being there for them and that it's just like such an honor to be a part of that and i know yeah my mom and my aunt and um all the other high school girl coaches have done such a great job and i'm glad that i get to do it now so yeah sounds sounds awesome um let me ask you uh briefly if you would about the upcoming opponent uh whittier christian a team that's not too far from you guys they're coming to the stiver center thursday night for the first yeah. round of the playoffs do you know Woo. anything about do you know anything about them yet? Or are you, uh, you know, have you done any scouting or anything like that? Do you know anything about their record or anything? So I've done a little scouting, but we just got the the brackets a little while ago. Um, we don't really have many common opponents. I think the only team we both played is Rosemead. Um, and we beat them by a lot more than they did. But that was like their first game of the season. So it's not like a great um, tell of what they're going to be. Uh, we'll probably try to watch game film or do some other things, but I think we definitely have a good shot of winning. Um, they're not like super high ranked and it looks like they haven't played like, it's not like they've played outstanding competition. They're right in our area. So uh, it should be a good game. And I'm hoping on Thursday that the kids have already started in our group text, figuring out what type of spirit night it's gonna be. I don't know if you've heard about our other spirit nights this year, but they did like a cow night. They've done like random stuff, so yeah they did black and white so you know uh it should be fun and we'll get like a good crowd going and um yeah once we get more research and we can figure out how to prep prep them for this thursday see see one of the good things about the girls being in the playoffs is that all of the boys all of the high school boys can be in the stands losing their mind i heard, yes. I heard they, made, yes. they made the trip to riverside for the volleyball game uh what can you tell me about the the boys cheering cheering on the the ladies there the care crazies we could call them Actually, my favorite games, I mean, even when I wasn't coaching high school, is when high school girls played because the boys get to cheer. And there's just like nothing like it when they get up in the stands and they're just coming up with their random chants and they're just yelling. Like, it's just like, it's so much energy. I mean, football, of course, has its own energy. Like, the crowd is huge. But like, when you're in a gym and you have like the high school boys, it's just, it's something else. And they usually come up with something witty to yell that they kind of slightly get in trouble for, but you know, it's overall a great time. Um, and yeah, like they came out to our volleyball playoff game as well. And it definitely had an effect. Um, I think crowds have just a huge impact on sports. It's, it's so fun that way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I can remember, uh, back, you know, it's been a while now, but we got, us, us boys, when we were in high school, we got kicked out of a gym at Mayfield, one of the first games we went to, I think, because we were we were a little too rowdy. And uh, it, it's it's a fun environment for sure. And the gyms get loud, and the Stiver yeah. Center, great great environment. What were you saying about Spirit Days? Talk, take us through some of those. I haven't heard these. So they've been trying to put this more in motion, where they get like this idea of Spirit Night, but not like we've done Blackout before and we've done Whiteout, but they're like we need to do something else. We need to have more of a spirit night 
So last time what they did for Spirit Night, because they had um, Chick-fil-A sandwiches, is the high school kids, they decided to come as cows. So they like painted these little like black dots on their faces. They like wore like cow outfits. They like mood and stuff. It was like, it was pretty exciting. So I hope we get something of that kind of weird caliber uh, for Thursday. <laughs> we'll see what they come up with. Uh, but it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. The high school boys imagination can uh, be used in a good way sometimes. That's awesome. Uh, if you would talk about yeah. Um, the season, what this is, but you guys are 18 and five. You talked about a few games, but have there been any huge moments from this year where, where you were kind of like, man, this, this team's pretty good or just some moments that stick out from a great season. Yeah, I would say at the beginning, we didn't have a lot of like, um, super intense competition right off the bat. And we really couldn't tell what type of team we were going to have. Um, people come up to Mr. Parker and I and say, Oh, how are the girls looking? How are the girls looking? And I, it was hard to tell. Um, we lost a couple really great seniors last year, Grace Pollock and Rachel Chang. They were two of our core defenders. And the year before, we had played with really great teams because of our defense. And so I didn't really know if we'd be able to play with the best teams just after losing those girls. So I would say the first time I really saw, oh, like we could be a really good team was um, kind of like when we started our league play, when we played Polly away. Uh, that was probably like one of the best games I've saw seen our girls play just overall, like they played incredible defense and just great team basketball. It wasn't like one girl really like um, played better that game. They just all played together. And on that team, Polly, they have this um, really great shooter. Her name's Paige and she can shoot anywhere on the court. And so on defense, we just couldn't ever like be, um, be lazy. We just, we play a zone. And so, like, everyone had to know where the shooters were. And with girls, you never know. Like, sometimes we are doing crazy stuff out there on defense, you know. Like, and if you fall asleep, like, they're going to take advantage of it. And so something we really did well that game was um, we just were able to play defense, like, all four quarters and hold them. And we were able to hit our free throws when it mattered. And so, like, seeing that type of play was, I think, was super encouraging for us because the girls were able to see, like, wow, they were a great team. And, like, we beat them. And it wasn't even by like one point at the end. It was, we were winning pretty much the whole way through. Um, at the end, they did start coming back, but we did end up getting that win. Um, and then from there, I would say like the other big games probably were our Providence away game um, on their homecoming night. First off, our girls were very upset because they made us wear white to an away game, which for girls is just unacceptable. You know, you can't do that because we love wearing, we love wearing black. <laughs> and so and they had like tables set up it was like this big game and so like we're already upset about it you know like we're playing on their homecoming we're gotta get them um but again like they really came out we played really hard and there was just a lot of um it was a tough game it was really physical and I remember at the end it came to a point where you know like in the last minute and a half we were only up I think by like three points it was really close and you don't know what's gonna happen and at that point, we have a freshman on our player. I don't know if I've talked about her at all, but her name's Tara Riley. Um, she's Tara been Riley? awesome for us this season. And she's Tara Riley. She's our freshman. And she gets she actually scores pretty consistently down low for us. Um, but at that point in the game, she got a steal. And usually if you're ahead kind of in the end of the game, you know, you kind of like wait, you know, you try to strategize a little bit. But she got the ball, and she she had girls on her. She was going down the court. And I remember we were like, slow down, slow down. And she went and she like made a layup with a bunch of girls on her. I was like, of course she makes a shot, you know? 
And that put us up by five. And then I think like the next play down again, we're trying to get him to slow it down. We're like, slow it down, slow it down. And Reagan hit a three pointer. And I'm like, well, you know, it's working out for us. We're up by eight <laughs> at this point in time, you know? Um, so they came out when they, they came out and they played really well. Um, but what I like about these guys is they, um, when things aren't going their way, like the calls aren't going their way, we're getting tackled, which happens in girls basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, they keep fighting through it and, you know, they just pull together and they work together. And I've seen that happen multiple games. So it's been really exciting to watch. Oh, it sounds like it. Uh, definitely some excitement there to encourage people to get out to this game on Thursday. Uh, you know, scoring is cool. Uh, you know, all the, all the cool stats are great, but you know, uh, I'm always interested in that player that, I don't know, does the dirty work, doesn't get the headlines, but uh, does does the things that are, we'll say, necessary. Maybe uh, maybe roughs up someone on the other team. Maybe is the aggressive player uh, <laughs> taking charges. I don't know. That, who's that type of player on this team? If you had to sum them up, someone that is kind of that, that uh, does all the, uh, the, un the unthankful work. I don't know what you would call it. Mm -hmm. Man, that's tough because I have a couple people who I could put for there for different reasons. I mean, Tara is definitely one of them. I think Tara hits hit a bunch down low and she's hitting people. And for a freshman, she's, she's doing great at it. You know, um, I can't tell you how many girls on the other team Tara has offended many, uh, but she, she plays really good defense down there, Love it. <laughs> but, and she got, and she gets lots of steals for us. Um, Emma's the other one who I would say, like, if we're just, they're getting a fast break, Emma's the one who's going down the court and she's the one who's going to block them. Like she's the one who's going to get down there. She's going to organize our defense. She's going to get the steals. Like she kind of runs, um, she runs our defense, I would say. Gotcha. And she plays so hard. Um, yeah, she does a lot of our dirty work for sure. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, I'm sure it has to do a little bit with that Carson last name, maybe. What, what do you think? Could be. <laughs> uh, let me ask, uh, what was it? I think it was a few weeks ago there was an inaugural. And oh, yeah, it for was, sure. <laughs> it was the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, we're, we're breaking up here a little bit. Let me see. Our connection, we almost made it. We almost made it. We're starting to uh, freeze a little bit here. Academy Awards. Academy Awards. There we go. Let me, no. let me pause this to get straight. All right. We're going to try to finish this interview uh, off here uh, soon. We have some technical issues. There's a delay. So fans listening out there, just, uh, hey, bear with us for the for the next few minutes as uh, I talk to Tiffany here. Uh, Tiffany, I, I was mentioning there was an inaugural a few weeks ago. Uh, the young ladies, you know, got all dressed up like the young men did. The Academy Awards, uh, I know, is always one of the favorite type of inaugurals. So if you could take us through that, and was there any, I don't know, surprises or any fun moments from that, as, as I'm sure all of us alumni can remember those uh, fond memories. Yeah, so I would say this year was especially fun because we let the high school just run it. Um, normally, we have, like, leaders who present the awards or a leader who makes it. The high school did everything. They announced the winners, they made the PowerPoint, they put everything together. So, you know, with that comes a lot of surprises. You never really know what's gonna happen. <laughs> like there was one time we announced the winner before we showed the slideshow. There was like one time we like announced the wrong category. So like, it was pretty all over the place for sure, but it was really fun, um, especially because we let the kids give acceptance speeches this time. Um, which gave it a whole different dynamic for sure. Um, some of the kids really gave their all for that. Um, one of my favorites is when a kid won 
and he reached into his pocket and pulled out a speech. We had not told them about acceptance speeches. And he reached into his pocket, he unrolls his paper, and then he just says, thank you. And then he closes his paper and puts it back in. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they were awesome. Um, but yeah, we did the categories, you know, like you normally do. Um, uh, best athlete, best dressed, you know, most tech savvy, all the and greats. That, and the so, red carpet, uh, was the red carpet there with the leaders and everyone with the, the, the flash mobs and all that still? That was the only downside this time because we only had an auditorium, auditorium with 100 seats and we have 100 high school kids. So we weren't able to like get a lot of other people to come and greet them. Um, their parents were there though, and they greeted them, but no like elaborate red carpet like we used to have. So nice, that was a good nice. time before. Good, good memories. And who was the uh, the new high school president? I don't, I don't even think I I recognize that. Yeah. So our new high school president this year is Zane Fruitwall, and we actually switched it this year. So instead of having two presidents, we only have one. Oh. So like our second inaugural was just more of a like a social, I would say. Um, but we're letting them do like a whole year because normally you can't get much done the first semester. So we are like, you know what, we're going to give you the whole year to run the Academy, see what you can do. So. That's cool. No, I like that. That, that is different, unique, little, yeah. little bit of a change. Yeah. I knew he was the president in the, in the fall. So, uh, okay. Some, I've always said with Mark, you know, there's some, there's some changes at real. There's some great traditions still, but it's, uh, things are, things change here and there and, and not all change is bad. Although we do love our, our traditions and stuff too. So, uh, Tiffany, this has been fun. I'm excited about the, uh, the, the uh, playoff game for you guys this Thursday. If you guys win, you will play Saturday, but we want to, we want to do one game at a time here. Uh, if you would, your final pitch to the the fans out there, why they should come out if they haven't even been to a game this year, why they should come out and support uh, the Rio Hondo Prep Cares. So first off, for all the people who have been coming to our games, man, we love you so much. We've had some great fans at our games. Um, and we've just felt so supported. And yeah, I would love for everyone to come out Thursday. There's nothing like a home game in Stiver Center. I mean, the um, intensity and just, just high school sports there's nothing like it um and these girls have just worked so hard um we've got seniors on the team who um they're just excited to get out there and play and i think just all the girls are excited to just play and just you know give the glory to god out there so if you want a great thursday evening definitely come to cyber center that's where it's going to be at so that sounds great and still uh are the tickets on, uh, cif tickets online like the football app or how what's the best way to to deal with you that know, I think so. I think it's online, um, but I have not heard much about that. So hopefully we'll post it on RHP so that you guys sure. can see. We'll, and we'll share all that. Mm -hmm. uh, and as far as for those people like out of state, uh, is there a way to, to watch the game? Can they watch it on NFHS? Have, you, have your games been broadcast this year? Yeah, so I do believe our playoff game was um, was cast on NFHS for volleyball. Unfortunately, we can't cast it if it's a playoff game but it should be up on nfhs for anyone who's out of state so okay cool so maybe renew that mm -hmm. uh that membership yeah. for for a day if uh, for those of us that canceled ours or whatever so it's not the, always the best quality but it's something it's <laughs> yep. a way for, for people to watch <laughs> 
Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiffany, good luck. Hey, I'm hoping next Sunday that uh, we're chatting again, perhaps maybe after a, a couple of playoff wins. We'll see how it goes one game at a time. Good luck yes. to uh, to your team. Give my best to Coach Parker. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be rooting for you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Uh, I hope to see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Tiffany Horton, assistant coach for the Real Hondo Prep Cares on the girls' basketball program. Uh, appreciate all of her hard work and dedication to not just the basketball program, but to the young ladies and the entire high school there in the uh, Real Hondo Prep. Some some fun uh, topics and moments there. Hopefully, I'd encourage you guys to get out and watch the game. And if nothing else, maybe tune in online. Uh, I know NFHS doesn't always great, but we'll try to keep you guys updated on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, however we can on the podcast. Not sure if I can be in attendance or, or not, but uh, we'll, we'll try to tune in one way or another and keep everyone updated of the postseason run here for the Real Hondo Prep girls basketball team. Uh, it's fun being back, talking Rio sports, and uh, looking forward to, of course, the football season. But uh, we got the girls basketball playoff run here that we're going to try to cover, do our best, and pay tribute to those young ladies, those, the, the girls uh, that you heard their names uh, mentioned here. Uh, thank you for dealing with our technical issues. Uh, hopefully it comes out okay. But looking forward to those girls continuing to represent Rio for not just one game, but multiple games here in the postseason. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll do something similar to this. If the boys make a run in baseball or the girls are in the playoffs for softball, we'll try to uh, keep the fans updated because it's tough following all the teams. Everyone's got families and other things going on, but we're going to do our best to keep the Rio Hondo family in informed and uh, keep them updated on everything going on Real Hondo Prep Sports. Uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock at Stiver Center there in uh, at, at Real Hondo Prep, a home game. You're only uh, you, That's the only one you're guaranteed, right? There may not be another one. You never know. And hopefully there's a, a few games down the road. But come on out to the game if you can. I'm sure tickets are, you know, 10 bucks or so for CIF uh, prices. And if you can't, uh, hey, what's what's 10 bucks or whatever it is for, for uh, a month to get uh, maybe a couple of, of real girls games here on the NFHS Network. Good luck, Lady Cares, to... Uh, uh, all the names mentioned and the great seniors and, and the entire team. Uh, I know they're going to represent us well and looking forward to a postseason run here Thursday game one. Hopefully there's a game Saturday night if as well. And uh, the cares are off and running here in the second season. Well, the third season after a great successful, uh, you know, few games in the prep league, they are ready to, survive in advance. This is this time of year is what it's all about. Thanks for tuning in to this very special edition of the charge to keep podcast, the official podcast of Rio Hondo prep athletics, mostly football, but uh, you know, other sports as well as promised. So looking forward to the game. We'll see you there. If not, keep your phones by you and let's stay updated on all of the evening's activities. Go Rio, go cares, make us proud, work hard, play hard. And as always guys, uh, it's a reminder to everyone out there who wears the real Hondo prep uniform, past, present, and future to always be humble in victory and gracious in defeat because we always have a charge to keep. A charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never-dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. Arm me with jealous care, as in 
thy side to live. And, O thy servant, Lord, prepare a strict account to give.